This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now, for this week's episode, we have an update on the Royal Mount project that is unfolding in Montreal. So, Craig, why don't you tell us a little bit about the project and the updates? Royal Mount uh, is a large mixed-use complex, which is going to have a fairly substantial shopping center located basically in the center of the island of Montreal in the town of Mount Royal, which is a fairly affluent community. Cool. And what caught your eye about this project? Uh, Royal Mount is going to be quite an interesting project. It's going to have a mix of luxury retail, uh, larger retailers, uh, all kinds of restaurants, and uh, we'll also have uh, a mix of, say, offices, uh, their components, and eventually housing as well. Mm. Well, and we have reported about Royal Mount in the past. Is there anything that's newsworthy that you really wanted to highlight that's worthy of our listeners' attention now? So I was at the ICSC conference recently in Toronto. Uh, Now, ICSC now stands for Innovating Commerce Serving Communities. Uh, Royal Mount was definitely one of the highlights. And who did you chat with in connection with Royal Mount? So I sat down with Michael Stroll, one of the executives of Mm. Carbon Leo, uh, which is the landlord that's developing. Awesome. So as part of the ICSC discussions that you had of course everybody wants to know who is coming to Royal Mount like as far as the retailer mix were those the types of details that you came across you know it's a very interesting tenant mix and quite exciting at least for me because one of the my focuses with Retail Insider has been luxury retail so of course uh, we've got some of the retailers that we're permitted to talk about so Mm -hmm. uh, I can mention that confirmed tenants will include Louis Vuitton quite a large store. Sweet. Tiffany and Company, it's another uh, you know luxury jeweler, also owned by L- LVMH Group. Uh, Gucci oh. will be opening a big store at Royal Mount, um, possibly the largest in the country, uh, as well as um, some contemporary brands, Sandro and Maj, which are uh, both French, mm. and uh, Restoration Hardware, mm. which is bringing its large RH flagship concept to Royal Mount. So awesome. this will be the second one in Canada, The first one opened in 2017 at Yorkdale in Toronto. Uh, The Montreal one will also have a wonderful restaurant component to it, as well as, of course, the home furnishings that RH is known for. Well, and the restoration hardware in Yorkdale is is stunning, beautiful. When I went through there, I could not stop taking pictures. So is it going to be like that in Montreal? I think so. I mean, it's going to be multi. I don't know if it's going to be exactly the same, but it's going to be multi-level. Uh, in our H store, it's going to have uh, a restaurant, which looks like from the plans that I have is going to be in the front of the store uh, with a patio where people will be able to eat, uh, possibly outside, because uh, I was able to scoop up a lease plan of Royal Mount. Now, I'm not going to be announcing the tenants on this podcast because I'm not permitted to do so. And uh, um, we were the brands that we were permitted to announce were gracious enough to provide us with the authorization to do so. Totally. As part of our normal news cycle, we often get a lot of the I mean, a heads up of what's coming so that we can actually start preparing to report. Right. And at the end of the day, it helps everyone. But what can we share even at a general level just for our listeners to kind of get an idea of what's coming like the Royal Mount direction? Uh, what I can say, though, having um, this lease plan is that I do count 23 luxury brands on this lease plan. I'm not going to say the other ones because again, I'm not permitted to do so. I'm good with confidentiality, everyone, I swear. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, the fact is, this is really quite exciting because you mentioned Yorktail about RH, and my thoughts generally is uh, Royal Mount is going to be Montreal's answer to Yorkdale. Oh my! Because it's going to have the luxury stores, uh, quite a few that you see at Yorkdale. Again, I'm not going to name them, but these become household names uh, for many that at least follow luxury retail, and uh, it's really quite exciting. Now, uh, speaking to uh, Michael Stroll with Carbon Leo, um, he had mentioned to me in a phone call that Altus Group, uh, which is a consultancy, had forecasted sales at Royal Mount when it opens in early 2024, exceeding $2,000 a square foot. Wow. I'm a little shocked on that one. Um, but for our listeners, what does that mean? If that does happen, that will uh, uh, result in Royal Mount being one of the most productive shopping centers in Canada. If not the most productive, I mean, we'll see where that goes with Yorkdale and perhaps Oak Ridge is going to be super productive. I don't know, but I think Oak Ridge is in Vancouver is going to be a, like a powerhouse, uh, you know, a real interesting project. It's going to be, you know, groundbreaking, uh, uh, well, literally and figuratively for that market. But uh, nevertheless, if that productivity is had by Royal Mount, that's going to be uh, tremendous for the market. And it's also, I think, going to have quite an impact on the downtown core. Well, and since you have the juicy lease plans in front of you that you can't share or talk about in specifics, is there anything that you can t- broadly start sharing in addition to like the retailers? So a lot of people don't know what Royal Mount's footprint is going to look like or where they're grouping things and those types of generalities that we can maybe share too. Is there anything like that that you want to go into? Yeah, yeah. Now, without going into the tenants, as as I said, I wasn't going to do, what I can say is that I'm looking at the plan and it's actually a really great layout, I would say, for a shopping center in kind of a, a circular situation. The luxury brands are positioned on level one, kind of in their own wing. So... Um, they're going to have a real prominence to it. You're going to have contemporary brands on the other side, as well as some other uh, very interesting retailers of all types, uh, some larger ones, some smaller ones. Uh, There's going to be one very unique feature that I've never seen in a Canadian mall that I'm not going to mention here, but is quite unique. Uh, Very unique, actually. Something, again, I've not seen probably in a shopping center in North America from from what I can think Someone can correct me once I'm allowed to say it, but again, I'm, I'm being, I just want to be respectful and, and, and not, uh, you know, blow these things, uh, you know, or, or say what, what's going to be happening, uh, you know, to wreck the secrets, but it, I think it's going to be quite interesting. What I can say, uh, and these are things that are of, of public information, or at least something which won't get me in trouble. There's going to be lots of restaurants and full-sized mm-hmm. ones. So these restaurants are all, they all look like they're going to have places to sit. So you'll be able to go. Uh, into a restaurant and have a full restaurant experience. So this isn't a a food court type of experience. This is actually something we've seen with Bayview Village in Toronto, Uh, a little bit similar in terms of it doesn't have your traditional food court. It's got a few restaurants in there and you can go into those and sit down. So uh, really interesting layout here. I'm just going to the second level of Royal Mount to have a look because again, you can hear the paper turning. I have this thing in front of me here. (laughs) Another level two is quite similar in terms of um, just being a, you know, in a, in a circular pattern at that level, the retailers won't be nearly as expensive. Not everything in Royal Mount is going to be luxury brands, uh, some excellent uh, confirmed tenants and whatnot here. Hopefully some of the other ones here do sign because they're quite exciting. So what I can say is the rec room is coming. Um, that was actually announced publicly. Cineplex is the rec room. Uh, that'll be their first one in, in the province of Quebec, uh, opening again in early 2024, along with Royal Mount. And, uh, uh, again, I think this is going to be a, a terrific project for the Montreal market. It's not going to be just for wealthy people, but definitely Royal Mount is going to be uh, uh, pulling high-end shopping dollars away mm. from the downtown core of Montreal. And 
going on to that bend, what do you think Royal Mount's impact is going to be on downtown Montreal? Because there's, you know, Holt Renfrew, Ogilvy and, you know, St. Catherine Street. Like there's a lot of retailers that are down there that must be very interested in what's going to happen in Royal Mount. I think certainly at the high end, Royal Mount is going to have a fairly profound impact on the downtown core. If consumers do end up going to Royal Mount. Yeah. And well, downtown right now is the center of luxury shopping for Montreal. Uh, Sherbrooke Street was certainly that for many years, but we've seen almost all the luxury brands exit Sherbrooke Street over the years. It's just something that's happened. Uh, Even Holt Renfrew moved down south to St. Catherine Street. Uh, opening Holt Renfrew Ogilvy. It was a merger and expansion of the Ogilvy department store, which is now basically a gigantic Holt Renfrew. It's beautiful. If anyone hasn't been, you've got to check it out. But uh, Sherbrooke Street doesn't have, say, the luxury stores. But now there are a smattering of higher-end brands, which are on um, uh, you know, Mountain Avenue, just uh, beside the Holt Renfrew Ogilvy store. Uh, you've got stores like Harry Rosen, a menswear retailer, a multi-brand, which is quite high-end, a few other high-end retailers. And then you've got Holt Renfrew Ogilvy itself, which has, I think, 11 or 12 luxury brand boutiques on its main floor. Um, and the, it almost operates as a shopping center in terms of these are leased spaces for those brands. You have more leased space concessions upstairs for other brands. Uh, there's a women's floor. There's a men's floor. Uh, there's another women's floor, which ca- caters more to contemporary goods. And uh, these, uh, I would say many of the brands that are at Holt Renfrew Ogilvy are also... Uh, at Royal Mount, but at Royal Mount, I see a, the sizes of these boutiques look like they're flagship sized. So they're not just the mm. concessions that are not super small, but you know, are at Holt Renfrew Ogilvy. Uh, these are full standalone stores. So I do think this is going to have an impact on, uh, well, on Holt Renfrew Ogilvy and on the downtown core in Montreal. Uh, certainly at the higher end, in terms of uh, uh, high end consumers, may end up going to Royal Mount instead to shop. Mm. Uh, and who knows what's going to happen with some of the brands at Holt Renfrew Ogilvy. I've been reporting uh, a bit on brands moving around. Some brands are uh, looking to open standalone stores rather than, say, be in a multi-brand retailer. And some brands have been looking to step out of Holt Renfrew and open their own standalone stores. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in 2024 and 2025 as Royal Mount becomes an established retail center and uh, brands look at what their future might be in the Montreal market. Well, it's a sad question that I have next, but do you think there's any brands that would be in danger of closing their doors as a result of Royal Mount um, opening up their you know brands there instead, like either moving out there or having too much competition in their vertical to have to shutter? It's a good question. You know, it might be too soon to tell, but I'm thinking at this point, given that Tiffany and Company was announced as a jewelry store at Royal Mount. And given that Tiffany already has two stores in downtown Montreal, I really don't see both of the downtown Montreal Tiffany stores staying open. I've said this a few times as speculative. I don't have the information yet, but I would highly doubt that the Tiffany store in the Ritz Hotel on Sherbrooke Street will stay open. Now, is it just because it's saturated with Tiffany's or is there something else? Only because firstly, there's a much more updated Tiffany concession at Holt Renfrew Ogilvy. Which is right downtown. That actually, I believe, is a little bit larger in terms of square footage. True, when compared to the one at the Ritz uh, in Montreal uh, downtown. Oh. And uh, I would bet that where we're going to see the one at the Ritz closing. So uh, that would be my speculation. Would you think any other brands would be leaving the downtown Montreal or the whole rent for Ogilvy? 
I think it would be too soon to tell. Uh, I'll be watching this uh, closely, you know, in about 12 months or a bit more as uh, as Royal Mount comes online and stores start to open when, you know, when the project is finished. So it's more than a year still. Well, what do you think about its impact to, let's say, Sherbrooke Street? It, it's a little bit sad for Sherbrooke Street. And we've talked about this before in previous podcasts, and I've written about it again. And Sherbrooke Street has been like luxury for 40 plus years. Uh, Sherbrooke Street in the 70s and 80s and even before was a bit of a luxury address. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, when Tiffany closes, that would be actually the last luxury retailer to uh, exit Sherbrooke Street in Montreal. Yeah. Because Escada, we reported on a few weeks ago, also shut down its yeah, store yeah. in Montreal. And that wasn't Montreal's fault. That was actually the last Escada store in Canada. Escada shut all of its stores in Canada um, and Lord only knows where else because the company's been struggling. It actually went bankrupt a little while ago. So, uh, but nevertheless was trying to uh, pull itself together, but in, it, that doesn't include Canada at this point, yeah. which is unfortunate. When I have a non-carbon Leo Royal mode question, um, but generally when there's large retail developments opening in Canada, you probably have seen a trend where there's like a honeymoon phase between when you know, pre-opening where there's a lot of optimism and claims or marketing on what the performance is going to be versus when there's enough performance data where retailers can then truly make a decision on whether or not to pull up stakes and leave or to stay because of the performance that's going on there. So, you know, during that honeymoon phase, there's usually some benefit of the doubt and that kind of stuff that might be going along until that honeymoon phase comes to an end. But how long do you feel that retailers, luxury or otherwise, would need in order to make that educated decision and come out of that honeymoon phase, as it were? That's a good question. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time, perhaps at least a couple of years for the overall shopping center, perhaps. But I think there's going to be a lot of publicity around this center. Um, also, I think that for the higher end shoppers, uh, just given the tenants that have already been secured for Royal Mount and, and other ones, which it looks like they're coming in as well. Um, I think from the high end, this is actually going to be quite a successful shopping center from day one, because it's going to have that critical mass of clustering yeah. of brands that wealthier shoppers are going to be looking for. Uh, Whatever that demographic might be, you've Would got pe see. wealthy people in Montreal. Well, I was more wondering, like from your perspective, when you're looking at luxury brands going in and putting roots down, like how solid are those roots? Like, are they typically there or uh, for the long haul or for a longer period and weathering uh, like with ebbs and flows? Or are they more fickle where, you know they would give you a short period of time and see you later, I'm out of here if it's not working? Uh, <laughs> You know, probably five, probably five years, I would think, you know, it, it really depends. I haven't seen a lot of luxury stores close quickly in Canada. Versace closed in Vancouver on uh, Thurlow Street. But that was, I think, a situation where its replacement, which is Tom Brown, uh, managed to scoop up a lease because it wanted that location. Uh, so I think that was less than five years. But mm. um, I'd have to go back and check. I, I'm trying to remember when it opened 2017. I think it was for Versace. But uh, it, it, but it lasted a few years, but I honestly don't yeah. know how well it was doing. I mean, I was told that it had been struggling a little bit, but. No, fair enough. And, but just bringing it back to Royal Mount here, is there any kind of final thoughts to just kind of wrap up about the project that you kind of wanted to leave us with? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to visiting Montreal and checking out, uh, the construction site, uh, this, uh, fall, winter, wherever winter falls and our dates, I think it's still fall. I look forward to attending the opening in 2024, hopefully. Uh, the timelines for construction are uh, on track. 
sometimes these things can be delayed and that's okay. I mean, the world is a little bit challenging right now in construction and otherwise uh, uh, crossing fingers that the project comes off without a hitch and uh, uh, will be a success in uh, the Montreal market. Oh, absolutely. I know that you have a lot of insights for the Royal Mount project itself, which sounds really exciting. So thanks for going through it with me and uh, we'll chat more over the next week. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now.